0: confidently and to the podcast so we're absolutely sure we don't know everything i am your host zach uh negative nancy not her name towers <laughs>
1: what a great twist and i'm kelsey Dingling lover dara
0: i would love to get a smash cut by the end of this season uh, of all how the dick related things
1: I, you do it's where i go
0: i it's where I live. Don't I know it says. It's where I pray. Hey, it's your temple. It's where I meet my maker. Um, Imagine you get to heaven and God's just a-, <sighs> a big dick.
1: Fucking huge cock. You know what God is? God will be probably a, a dude in like uh, drapey pants. And I can <laughs> see that he has a big dick, but like, he's like, no, 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 I'm God. <laughs> You're telling me God's wearing gray sweatpants yeah, in heaven? definitely. <sighs> if I'm going to heaven, he's wearing gray sweatpants.
0: We all know she's a woman. Uh,
1: how are you? I'm great. Oh, no, I'm really good. Okay. Do you ever have waves of like euphoria based on like just gratitude of like your life? All, like all the fucking do time. Do you really? Oh my God, all the time. Yeah. It's like I just, it's partially because I do a gratitude list every night, but Same. I'm just like, wow, like I've worked really hard. I continue to work hard, but I'm savoring these moments and I think I'm really doing it Right fucking bitch amen to that shit <laughs>
0: fucking holy shit um
1: how about you how are you
0: <laughs> i'm fucking good zach yeah you want to talk about good you know you saw that like cringe tiktok that was going viral that i think is so stupid that everyone hated it so much about like a love surge no where the guy is like because he loves his girlfriend so much i don't care let people be fucking weird in their relationship good
1: Cringy means you were very, like, present in the moment, I think.
0: Yeah. I get uh, gratitude surges where I'm like,
1: oh, my God, my life is it so was good. so good. I have nothing to so complain about. So good. Yeah. yeah. I had it today, though. Honestly, when I was sitting here watching you feverishly move things around <laughs> your room, not on meth, but definitely. <laughs> so just a casual Tuesday meth-like. for us. Like, <laughs> um, And I was, like, finishing my tea on my phone, ignoring one of my best friends. And I was like... I live so good.
0: I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were ignoring me while I put things away. Yeah, is what I, you're I, I, I was
1: like, she's doing her thing. Yeah, I'm doing mine. I feel very comfortable. I feel very safe. Mm. Uh we're about to pod which I have a lot of joy around yeah I'm even though to say I movie. fuck it up sometimes no and I didn't mean to say that via text earlier where I like oh no it seems like such a headache and it still gets messed up a lot <laughs> I didn't take it that way okay, good I
0: shared in your platitudes
1: of yeah it's like dis-
0: uh, disappointment just like uh, frustration how bad could that
1: have been that thing that happened what the five minutes of on air that we didn't know about it 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 did happen. What do you mean? I know, but, like, how bad it could have been.
0: Well, I mean, we don't... turn the podcast off and start like throwing racial slurs and like fucking no, but, like you have to admit that like there are things we
1: don't oh, talk oh, about
0: there are so many things we don't talk yeah, about Yeah, and
1: if there were just mics going in every room like things taken out of context i know i don't look good when i say certain things
0: no i think everyone who did catch the extra five minutes we included last week for free you're welcome yeah bonus content we don't even make you subscribe to a patreon for Someone, that
1: the guy who messaged me was like good luck on your in-person general i was like oh (laughs) if i felt so like dirty i felt so (laughs) exposed yeah Yeah. somebody
0: left a comment on the youtube video being like thanks for the um the 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 unexpected music recommendation because it was me talking about going to chapel rowan (laughs) (laughs) which by the way was fucking amazing oh my
1: god with lesbians everywhere it was, you're going to red sexy
0: no sexy red oh my god i can't believe you just said red sexy what is it millennials and gen Zers. i i'm so sorry for my friend's behavior he has no idea i'm sexy a millennial. red
1: sexy red okay she's
0: a rapper she's like a she's
1: i was saying her name like roll call sure. red comma sexy
0: whatever makes you feel good at night um, she's like becoming like a Cardi B-esque figure where it's like she's she's almost more known for personality than her Whoa, rap.
1: Whoa, comparing two women. Interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Get
0: out. That's not this episode. Um, <laughs> how about any... Don't, don't Google, Google it. I never get it right. I need to remember red equals don't bad. Google it. Don't yet...
1: Yeah. Mom, housekeeping. housekeeping. Oh, do you um, have anything... I don't think I, I'm very excited to not have much going on in December. I mm. think I was going to be very busy and the thing fell through. And so now I'm just like, oh, I guess God wants me to just kind of sit on my hands for a month.
0: You went to a, fr- a party recently, a birthday party.
1: Did I? Oh my God. Oh my God. Kelsey. I did go to a birthday party. Okay. I saw your ex there. <gasps> what? Yeah. I saw, sir your ex
0: i don't care
1: yes you do yeah i
0: care so much tell me everything what happened he was a
1: fucking loser <laughs> i don't know what else to say he used to be a loser with a cool side piece and now he's <gasps> just a loser like it's i don't know what to say i was just like <gasps> oh. oh you don't look so good without my best friend on your shoulder Ooh,
0: when the best part about you was me big yikes <clears throat> That's kind of funny, though, because the birthday party that you saw. Also, nobody has seen him since the breakup. I will
1: say it it threw me. Because I thought you. I was in a safe space. <gasps> and then all of a sudden I was like, lizard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he did weasel his fucking way into one of our friendships groups. Yeah. And won't
1: leave. we can't exterminate it. The problem is that he is cute. And he's nice on the outside. Mm-hmm. And if you can get through one of the most boring conversations of your life, you might you enjoy might, his company. You might make out with him. You might you know? invite him someplace. You might yeah. get a dick down for a year. Yeah,
0: whoops. We all have slipped and fallen on a dick for a year. Listen, Ouch. I'm a clumsy, clumsy bitch. It's so funny you bring that up. I have not seen this person or spoke to this person since the breakup. Mm-mm. And as his title is so aptly named, this is finally the breakup episode, y'all. <gasps> I mean, I'm going to dive into a little bit about what happened, but it's very funny that you bring that up because I thought I would share something very funny with you that I found in my notebook. I can't wait. Um, I went to a breakup boot camp this past weekend, which I think we had like teased out a couple weeks ago. Um, but I bust out this notebook because this is where I write like my, my deep thoughts, thoughts and feelings when I really need to just like right yeah free right and i found it because i knew i was going to the boot camp so i was like oh let me get my my emotional journal out and i found this page that i had written of a list of cons of sir <laughs> long before we actually broke up like a couple months before we broke up and i thought this was funny I, it's a it's a list oh my god <laughs> it's a whole page i get i i make my grocery list shorter than this you yeah know what I'm saying? dude um okay so first one could you guess what it is
1: um talks too much he talks endlessly
0: often about himself and his trauma <laughs> honestly dude that would be i'd be out you're a, you're a hundred percent a stronger person than me i'd be out he is relationally immature and new to ethical non-monogamy He made choices to actively ignore and not sit in my pain. This was after we had a fight after a sex party. Mm. Um, He isn't happy with his money. He can't access emotions easily because of past trauma. It reminds me so much of what I hated about Jared. (laughs) He makes me feel like I'm needy, that I want to simply spend time together. He obviously doesn't like hippo. He gets rowdy with his reactiveness, which reminds me of my alcoholic father. <laughs> Jesus doesn't appreciate the literal hard work I put into deep cleaning his house and building his new place. I rebuilt his entire apartment this summer. Um, he's not cultured in his travels. He doesn't have very good friends or ones that I want to hang out with at all. Um, that's I, such a
1: that's a huge that that's should be higher up one that should be like almost well, this wasn't under the order. Okay. If
0: the fact that he talked endlessly was my biggest problem.
1: That'd be mine. To be interrupting my day constantly.
0: Oh, um, uh, 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 I built up his confidence like crazy.
1: Yes, you did. Uh, doesn't
0: have driven, doesn't have drive or plans for the future because he was never a doer. I fucking talked about it all, all the, the time. time. Always saw the negative first. Has weird performative social zoomies.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: Will not get a fucking therapist and lives in a shoebox.
1: And then she dated him for two more months.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then he broke up with me.
1: Dude. I mean.
0: (sighs) Dude. Okay. So obviously I apologize in advance for how much I'm going to be talking about like. Myself, this episode, but I feel like the best thing to do is first just update the listeners on why I needed to go to
1: this breakup boot camp.
0: Besides it just sounding like funsies, and this is pre-break in the show. This is pre-break. Okay,
1: got it. Just want to make sure you
0: time-wise. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the breakup. Let's go over what happened, and I'm gonna try and use a technique that I learned at the boot camp to like tell the story because the way we talk about a breakup really affects how we live with the story in our day-to-day life yeah everything you speak is your reality so every time your friend's like oh my god what happened and you're like he's a fucking piece of shit narcissist who didn't it's like you're you're ignoring a if there was anything positive at all ever about it be, you're actually, by saying these things, you're making yourself feel worse because yeah. it's a guilt yeah. thing of like, why would I, why would date, I date this that person? person? Yeah. So I'm going to try and talk about it as neutrally as possible. So sir moved closer to my, uh, my house. So much
1: closer. Yeah.
0: Like minutes away. And he was like, Oh, my gym's right here. You're right there. You're obviously a big reason why. And like my other friends live nearby. And so I spent all of July and August, renovating his place again. That was me. I did that because I like DIY. You love it. I did the plumbing. I did the electrical. I whoa. did the design. I mean, I
1: Kelsey's ne- nearly blown herself up doing my electrical. Yeah, so
0: you can only imagine I mean, retiling his bathroom floor.
1: Whoa! Like,
0: also spent hundreds of dollars of my own money buying okay. things because I thousands. I enjoyed doing it. I wish I would not have poured my energy into that fucking person. Um, so he moves close by and during this like time of him moving nearby, we are obviously spending a lot of time together, but like the whole relationship, I never called him my boyfriend because the biggest difference between boyfriend and like partner or like person I'm dating to me was like, we plan, we want to plan a future together, whether it's like, here's vacations we're going to take together here's like if we ever wanted to like move in together here's like i always was like that's when i would become boyfriend girlfriend with you so i didn't ever
1: so you were never talking about the future with never
0: he didn't he hated his job he didn't have any fucking money he was fucking always okay not always that's another thing i like to (laughs) say he would sometimes often
1: he would often
0: (laughs) Only want to live in like the present, which is great. Yeah. We never future tripped. So to me, that was okay. If we're not going to future trip or plan, you're going to stay as like a partner or someone I'm dating. Yeah. If we're not going steady seriously. Sure. Uh, I also opened him to Polly and EM, and he started to hang out with a group of bi dudes that are mostly all single and Polly. And he and I had lightly floated the idea of being poly, which, which if you know the difference between E&M and poly, is that, like, you believe you can be in love with multiple people sure. versus date, like, have a primary partner and then fuck whoever you want and, like, have crushes and cute little bloop, bloop, bloops. And I had sensed that when he started hanging out with this group of people that he wanted more, like, basically less of me. And... One weekend, he pretty much just like kind of stopped communicating like how we regularly do. Yeah, he iced you out. Yeah, this is a guy who every single day, every single day for the last 14 months, we would text every day. We would FaceTime or call each other. We would communicate. He just pretty much stopped that. Like he slowly started to... not answer my texts we had made plans for that weekend that he never texted me or called me and when I called him he was at a party and I was at like the plans yeah and I was like oh okay so this was like a slow like creeping thing over a weekend
1: that's not slow though
0: it felt very like <laughs> what is going on that's sudden it's yeah okay it was pretty sudden. <laughs> yeah and I sent some texts that like I own where I was like I, Hey, I feel like we're communicating at different rates. Like it seems like you're wanting space, which is not where I am right now. Um, I'm going to give you what you want. Assuming it is space. Let me know if I'm incorrect. Like blah, blah, blah. Of course he doesn't text me back for like 12 hours or some shit. And he's like, I acknowledge there is a difference in our relationship and I would like to talk about it in person. And I was like, First of all, what the fuck is this answer? Yeah. But okay. And I was like, great. I'll be home at six. Like if you want to come by, literally we've hang out every single day. He stays here multiple nights a week. I see there multiple nights a week. And he doesn't text me the whole next day. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to drop your shit off then if like you're ghosting me essentially. Like, I don't know what happened. Also, you're right down the street. So if I just go to your house, like you have to talk to me. Sure. So this is when I didn't realize like what was happening and I'll kind of explain it, but I started to get very activated very fast, which was on me Sure, from the moment the week before when he like didn't follow through on our plans and like suddenly cut off the way of style communication that we had to the day of the incident. I, my nervous system was like a disaster. I was like, what is happening? I was trying to play it cool. So I had a key to his place because i
1: been... Redecorated yeah. it. You live there.
0: And like, yeah, you're my partner. And so I got all of his stuff from my house. I drove over to his and I dropped it off. And I was like, I texted him and I was like, I dropped off all your stuff. You're not home. Like best of luck to you.
1: <laughs> it was very definitive. Very... Yes. We're done.
0: And again... Nothing. Nothing. And I panic. And... I did something that I considered pre this retreat to be like the craziest thing I I've done, which is I showed up to his house the next morning unannounced. Like where, dude, I haven't heard from you for three days. What the fuck is going on? He answers the door. I'm like crying. He, he goes, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what are you doing here? I dropped all your shit off last night. And you didn't text me. It was an obvious bid for attention yeah. that could have been handled better. But at this point, there's no going back. I brought him coffee, which I find fucking hilarious because even when someone's fucking me over, I can't help but give. And we talk for like an hour or two um, prior to work because it's like a Tuesday morning. And I'm like crying and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Like why you won't communicate with me. Like I'm... I'm fighting right like in fight flight fawn or freeze I'm going fight I'm going like what is happening I have no problem communicating that this is alarming to me it's reminding me of my ex it's triggering me and the way it ended was like I think what's happening is you want space and maybe polyamory and you want to lessen our relationship which is I'm down to try or separate myself if you can just communicate this to me. Yeah. And I was like, I think you have some shit to think about, obviously. And then I left and just like lost my mind essentially. Yeah. So I called Zach. I was with one of my best friends, Tiana, um, and I relapsed on Ativan and Klonopin, which is my anti-anxiety drug. I started to have a panic attack. I started taking Clonopin all day long. I was. I know it's a relapse because I've been taking Klonopin for flying and panic attacks since I got out of rehab when I was like 22, mm-hmm. have never abused it. I take it for what its purpose is. Do you think
1: you were abusing it?
0: That day? Yeah. For so were, you 48 hours? for the
1: purpose? I numbed. I, oh. I
0: went beyond. I was chewing on them like mints for two days I straight. I will say. Oh, am I getting a, re- a rebuke? Oh
1: no, I was there. And I'm just putting in from like an outsider's perspective. It was the most upset mm. I've ever seen, maybe any Anyone. of my friends. Yeah, it was. You had a um animal like response. Inconsolable. You were inconsolable. You were sobbing. You were screaming. You were gagging and like Throwing dry out. heaving. Mm-hmm. And it was so painful Ugh. to watch.
0: And Which I, is
1: how I make it about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you deserve a spot in this story. You oh, have I mean, played a huge part. Honey,
1: I, was, I was there. You
0: got the worst of me.
1: You say that, but like, I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I, and I don't see it as like the wor- you know what I mean? Sure. like, Where all of your friends are happy to be there for you. Of course. It was just seeing someone who I, you don't even really come to me with like big, big mm-hmm. things. So it was like. From zero to one hundred and sixty. Like, Some might
0: say the same thing that Sir did to me. It oh, was for, zero to
1: one hundred sixty. It totally makes sense. Everything All of it was makes sense. dramatic about this. It was just,
0: and to me, it also did not feel. The my response did not match what was happening. I was way over the edge. Sure. I was over you were in my mind, up. overreacting, couldn't stop crying. He, I did something that I have never done before. I texted somebody 60 times without a response. I, at this point, was also completely blacked out. I don't remember this half of the day. Yeah. And I texted him 60 times. I called him. No response. He finally texted me back that night saying something like, "Um, I don't think we should speak right now when we're both activated. Um, I need space and no contact i'd be open to speaking with you about things next week um we could both use time with our friends and i i was like okay this is a good sign like he said he needs space that's something he's asking for i can give that sure so i'm going to give him till next week and boy oh boy did it not get better um i went 7 days without contacting him I was abusing Ativan for like three of those days. Um, I couldn't stop crying. I, in my mind was like, are we even broken up? He just said he needed space. He didn't give me any answers really, but I, this seems like we're come, we're going to come back together next week to discuss our next steps. Yeah. Guess what? Imagine, imagine he didn't show up for the next steps. Yeah. Imagine he didn't show up didn't give me any Mm -mm. anything i go a whole week without talking to this motherfucker mind you the retreat yeah that he's supposed to teach at oh my god is eight days away i'm also like hey if you're not going to do the retreat i need to fucking know it yeah so week goes by i text him that i'm like hey i know we have our relationship stuff going on but also i need to know what's going on with the retreat because i need to hire someone else because you were a big part of this curriculum. No response. So I decide I've got like no makeup on. I'm a mess. I've got shitty fucking shorts on. I have to go to Target to buy mirrors for the retreat. Mm. The only place that has the mirrors, the ones that I need, are on his side of town. Mm. His Target, as we'll call it. Mm. So again, this is all things I'm not thrilled about with myself. (laughs) Go to Target. It's like 10 p.m., by the way, on a Tuesday night again. It's late. Uh, Go to Target Get the mirrors There's a tacos truck right across the street mm-hmm. I get three tacos And I scarf them down And I'm just like ramping up As I'm sitting with these tacos I'm like it's been a week This fucking retreat He owes me a fucking answer Yeah. I get in my car I see a pair of his shorts in my backseat That were like tucked under the seat And I was like huh, I'll go return them I'm going to go, I'm going to go drop his fucking shorts off. Well, coffee dons. The most uh, shameful, embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me, which in hindsight after this retreat doesn't matter at all to me, but in that moment was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I pull up to his new place. I get out. I've got the shorts in my hands. As I'm going up to his place, he's coming out of his place with a girl. <sighs>
1: And wasn't it like a bargain basement hot topic, girl?
0: She was smoking a real life cigarette.
1: Oh! How far the mighty have fallen. And
0: here's the thing. We were open the entire relationship. So seeing him with another girl doesn't bother me at all. But I know he's just had sex with this person without communicating to me for the last week. without
1: Like he's fine moving stuff around. Yeah.
0: And... I panic. I run across the street so they can't see me. And I see them walking out of his house. And I'm like, oh, he must just be walking her to her car because that's what he used to do with me. He would always walk me to my car because it's kind of a seedy area of town where he lives (laughs) because he's trash. And I was like, he's going to drop her off. And then I'll, I'll talk to him when he comes back. So I wait till they go around the corner. I go to his porch. I have his shorts. And I'm like, okay, I'll be here when he comes back around the corner turns out they he wasn't dropping her off at her car he was just walking her while she had a cigarette after sex
1: (laughs) they're both naked by the way yeah
0: no um so they both walk back up and i'm standing there with his shorts in my hand and he goes he like kind of laughs smiles and is like oh (laughs) i saw your car i was wondering what is going on and i was like hi yeah i need to talk to you and this girl just kind of like slithers over to the corner of the driveway and like is smoking her fucking cigarette yeah and he's like i was gonna text you and i go that's interesting it's been a fucking week um i haven't heard from you and that you owe me a conversation and he's like i don't think okay he starts to like have the conversation right there and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do this right here with this person that I don't know standing outside. And he goes, he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll, I I got to drop her off because I guess he picked her up. And I was like, okay, I'll wait because now I'm pissed. Yeah. And so he <laughs> takes this girl. I, I can only imagine what he says in the car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say you teed him up to let him say whatever he wanted about the crazy girl who was standing outside his house and she'd be like, Oh my god. That, yeah. That I is believe crazy. you. That's wild. She just like, got
0: dicked down. She's uh, still I, got cum on her. Totally. She's, like, She's yeah. leaking. Oh my God. No, that that does make me giggle to think about like what the fuck they probably talked about. Um I'll tell you the rest right after this. <laughs> Confidant, sober girlies. Are you looking to cut back or cut? Take slash Kelsey. Each can is lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like so many stress balancing adaptogens made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt free way to unwind. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or, like me, your forever mocktail. I am so obsessed with the Ginger Lime Mule and also the Grapefruit Paloma for spring. It's my favorite go-to weekend drink. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at TakeArecess.com slash Kelsey so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Now I know what you're thinking Kelsey when did you become obsessed with cowboy boots well did you forget that I was raised in Florida are you forgetting I'm a little country girl by heart I even wore my Tacovas recently when I went on a ski trip with my family to Colorado I wore my white Tacovas when I went to the Taylor Swift concert and if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon uh might I remind you that Beyonce. Just dropped her little country album, and you're gonna need some Tacovas. Tacovas is my favorite boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers, with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacovas is Western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Uh,
1: um,
0: so he drives away with the girl. I'm standing there. It's freezing outside. I'm like by myself. I, I'm i like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Just fucking leave. And I'm like, no, fuck that. You deserve an answer. I'm literally like having a battle in my head. 10 minutes go by, 20 minutes go by, 30 minutes go <gasps> by. And I'm like,
1: this is something's wrong.
0: Something's wrong. So I call him and he picks up immediately. And I'm like, where are you? And he's like, I'm not coming back to the house while you're still there. And I immediately, Oh no, he, he was, I he said, I'm not coming to the house while you're there. I was like, what are you talking about? Like you owe me a fucking conversation. I'm here. You said you would come back, do something of your fucking word. Yes. And he goes, why are you there? Like, why are you here? I go, I was dropping your shorts off. And he's like at 11 o'clock at night. I was like, well, no, I went to target first. And he's like, yeah, target closes at 10. I was like, yeah, I went and had tacos afterwards. And he's like, yeah, your story's just not adding up. Like, were you watching me? And as soon as he said that I projectile vomit into his yard. Oh my God. This has never, this happens in movies where someone sure. looks perfectly fine. Once again, vomits in someone's face, the next, I didn't know that could happen. Sure. I didn't know puke could go that fast, that fast. up your tum-tum into your throat. In the carpool your lane. Oh my God. She said out with it. It was an exorcism. <laughs> and I puke all of the tacos into his front yard. And I just, I'm literally on the phone with him going, oh, one second, like throwing up. And then I'm like, I just threw up in your yard. I'm sorry. Is it because of what he said? Yes, dude.
1: It Were was, you watching me?
0: It was so fucking out of fucking pocket yeah. crazy that like what I was
1: doing was felt crazy. <laughs> it was like, okay. It, it felt like unhinged. 10, 30, 11, you're there It is a little... He's caught the fuck off guard because he's with a girl. Yeah. So I get that that felt...
0: It felt crazy. Unpredictable. Yes. But you saying, were you watching me as if I was fucking spying on your loser ass? And for him to say he was not going to come back to talk to me, I was like, okay, well...
1: I'm going to throw up then. Yeah.
0: I'm going to fucking just yak in your yard. So... He's like, I'll talk to you on the phone, but I don't think we should talk face to face. And I'm like, if this is the closure, I'm going to get fine. So he parks like less than a mile from his house, a couple blocks away. Mm-hmm. I am sitting in my car in front of his house and we break up over the phone. Mm. And by breakup, I mean, I said, do you want to try my couples therapist? Who am I loved? Can you explain to me what your reasoning is? Yeah, like what happened? And he proceeds to tell me everything that's wrong with me. He's like, I realized your breakup was not that long ago from Jared. You obviously still have residual trauma attached to that. Um, You, uh, you, everything has to happen on your time. Like this is the perfect example. You want to fix things when it's convenient for you. And I'm like, dude, that's because I, I have the tools and the tool belt to get through a, a fight. Without it being a fight, sure. like I know how to have a conversation when something's bothering me, not personalize it, have a authentic relating session, sure he has no idea how to do it escalate de escalate, and so it was basically him
1: Drabbing saying you.
0: everything except for
1: the any truth of his, any of his shit,
0: and he did say a couple of times, like I need to figure out what's my shit. I need to go to a therapist before I see a couple's therapist like. I, he's like, you, you're the kind of person I want to be with in the long run. I just can't do it right now. Uh, like I, my hope is that in the future we can get back together and reconnect in some way. Like maybe I do your next retreat. And in my head I'm laughing because I'm like, this motherfucker is delusional.
1: You're gone. He's more
0: delulu than I am showing over your house. Gone. So I, again, giver, never not been friends with an ex, say... My phone is on. You know how to find me. You obviously need to fix your shit. I obviously need to fix mine. Whatever that fucking shit is. And best of luck to you. And I drive home. And the next like two, like basically the next eight days were hell. Because I had to deal the, with this breakup before the retreat. the retreat. Yeah, I had to hire new people. All of that's the story, right? So, when I went to this breakup boot camp, which is hosted by Amy Chan by the way, she wrote the book uh, Breakup Boot Camp," I highly recommend it. Um, a lot of this is her tactic. Some stuff is from like different therapists and things like that. But when I had to write out the story, right, she has you write out this big, long thing, and then she has you take out these like judgment or trigger words, so if it's something like "He always did this," or like um." It take out the emotion behind things like he fucking he was an asshole da da da, da, yeah. da so i literally went from like a page and change to like my news story was let me see
1: like a paragraph
0: not even it was four bullet points <gasps> she was like make it as le as least we- activating as possible we have this in aa
1: really yeah when you're oh like writing a letter or a response to someone like you go through it like multiple times and you're like That doesn't need to be in there. Yes, This is me digging on their personality. This is uh, what I could say is constructive, but I'm really just harping on something. Yep, yep, yep. So
0: this is what I narrowed like a page and a half down to. Uh, Our relationship started immediately after a five-year relationship ended. Hmm.
1: True. No emotion there.
0: I saw red flags, but I stayed to maintain a sense of control.
1: Hmm. That's actually... Your it. responsibility.
0: I well, I had to accept accountability. Right, that's part of it. Uh, we did not match in conflict, in conflict or resolution, or want the same relationship path. I did things that I'm finding it hard to forgive myself for.
1: Oh my god! That's it. Wow, that's what happened. When Damn. you remove
0: everything out of it,
1: every incendiary thing. Yes,
0: and so the retelling of the story. We re-traumatize ourselves with little details. So next time someone asks me like what happened, I'm going to be like, we wanted different things out of a relationship and we didn't find good ways to have conflict resolution. That's it. Yeah. Because even if we don't talk to that person anymore, even if they cold turkey like ghosted us like he kind of did to me saying all of these details and connecting emotions to it. Your subconscious feels it. You are still connecting yourself to that person in some way. Like, it's like when someone tells a story and you want to relate to it, it's like you're trying to connect with that person. Like, oh my God, I went to that concert too, but I went to the one in Denver and da, 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 da. It's like you're connecting to that person, even if it's on a subconscious level. Sure. So me having to disconnect from the relationship and the story of the breakup, that was like night one of the boot camp. And I was like, I could leave now.
1: I feel so amazing. Much, yeah.
0: Like that whittling down the story from the truth and from what the details I harped on was not serving me anymore.
1: Also, you know that whole thing of where people judge you based on how you speak of other people? Yeah. So if you're talking to someone like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. He was yeah. a, you actually, it doesn't make you look attractive. Yeah so you have to go, you know, we like had different i concepts of the future and we didn't have the best communication skills or we didn't Not have blaming we one or match. the other. Yeah, exactly. Cause then the person goes, Oh yeah. I like, that's really big of you. You might actually be jumping on a grenade for all I know. Yeah. But like when you say the inflammatory things, you're like,
0: Lots of unresolved
1: shit exactly. going on. And
0: that's the thing. It's like some of us were there and like there was a spectrum of people at this thing. Some of them have been in, through physically abusive relationships, emotionally abusive relationships. And they were like, I just want people to understand how bad it was. And Amy was like, here's the thing. Doing what we're doing, rewriting the story, this is for you to heal. This makes your life easier. That is the goal. At the end of the day, if people find out he's an asshole, they will, because he's not going to change, in my opinion. Unless he really, find- I don't know, goes and does ayahuasca or something. Even then, he'd probably just talk the whole time, and people would be like, "This guy has to oh leave."
1: My God, someone <laughs> dose him.
0: <laughs> but it's it takes the control that he had over me away. So imagine you're in a physically abusive relationship by saying like just the facts and not the emotional part of it, it gives you the control back of the narrative of mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. Even if you're still saying he was physically abusive, that's all you have to say. Like you don't have to add like, and it fucked up my life and yeah, yeah, I was yeah. ruined and I'm in therapy. Every, yeah. yeah. It's like you actually are back in power by removing the those details of your story. So I thought that was pretty fucking big.
1: I love it. Well, it makes sense you <laughs> When you say things you cement them yep. the groove in your brain gets deeper and deeper mm-hmm. so if you just whittle the story down to just fucking even keeled no drama sentences your brain goes oh yeah, yeah. you're a different different communication cells
0: you literally your brain starts to feel it your body starts to feel it before your brain does it's the definition of fake it till you make it mm. it's like your but bo- it's the same thing as intuition mm. my intuition told me sir was not the person Long, long before he broke up with me. And I ignored it. Um, I thought it was also really interesting about my reaction. So this was on the second night of the retreat. And I also, I'm sure people could tell just by like internet pictures or like videos of this. I lost about 20 pounds from Mm -hmm. the breakup. Mm -hmm. And I have not been eating I physically could not eat because I would be sick. I would throw up afterwards. As soon as I got to the retreat, eating like a fucking pig in a trough, Mm. I was eating everything. And I actually overate because the second night I had eaten so much. I don't think my body was used to how much food and it was all good organic, you know, farm to table bullshit. But I ate so much that when we had this lesson, See my body's even doing it now. I got so triggered. Like
1: oh no, you got I threw up. Did you really? I had
0: the same exact reaction that I had
1: wow when I threw up in his yard. Wow.
0: So this is the thing that blew my mind that again, that I was like, I could have left after this. <clears throat> my reaction did not match the circumstances at all. Like, even you were like, listen, well,
1: bitch. Oh uh, yeah. Uh,
0: okay, you you're hurt, but what the fuck? I right? mean,
1: I was just like floored.
0: Yeah. So I knew it probably had something to do with the way Jared and I broke up with the abandonment wound, blah, 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 blah. But we tend to find people that can wound us in the same way that our exes had in an attempt to change the ending. But here's the thing. We don't change the ending because it's so subconscious of why we stay when yeah. we don't want to. Because yeah. I stay in that fucking relationship, even though I talked about ending it so many times. I know. And that was my subconscious way of attempting to change the ending of what happened with Jared and I. Sure. So that's called attraction repetition or attraction deprivation. So when Jared and I ended and then sir came along and was obsessed with me. And when I say obsessed, I mean like he didn't answer a question without like looking to me first to be like, what does she think? What should I say? Like that was.
1: I would find that so unattractive. I know. Sorry.
0: No, I agree. Okay. It was, but I was also deprived of that sure. from my last relationship. Sure. So I was in a deprivation of attention from when Jared and I broke up. Sure. So when I got it from Roman, it meant oh, whatever. I don't care. i have to say his name. I don't care. Um, it was double the good feeling. Yeah. So there was this analogy she used of your brain can only process forty bits of information at a time. Guess how many it is processing at all times. Every second. 11 million bits of data and information.
1: Okay. So it's being presented with 11 million, but you can only process 40. Yes. Like
0: at once, like this is the room. Like my eyes are processing that this is a room. My ears are processing. You can only process 40 things when like this stimulus coming into your brain is 11 million.
1: I feel like mine's like much lower, like seven.
0: (laughs) Good. (laughs) You're living a peaceful (laughs) truth, sister. Um, So when trying to um, validate myself in that relationship, my brain doesn't go to the 11 million bad things about him. It would go to the 40 good things. Mm. And... That is what we call the reticular activating system, which Mm. is the RAS, which is when you believe something, your brain will actively sort out the information that proves it's true. Yep,
1: yep, yep, confirmation bias.
0: Exactly. It's why your parents get obsessed with QAnon.
1: You look for things, yeah, that you've told yourself to look for, yeah. So that's literally what was happening to me. Confirmation bias blew my mind when I saw it on TikTok. Yeah.
0: And then the example she used to tell me cause I like at this point had thrown up and was like, I don't No, no, no. I hadn't thrown up. I was about to throw up. I was so full. I was like, Oh my God, what's happening? I raised my hand and I was like, the way that I reacted, I had never seen anyone reacted before. And she was like, this is a perfect metaphor. Say you want to go to Disneyland. Disneyland is like the perfect relationship. You get the outfit, you get there early, you go on all the rides, you get the fast passes, you get the balloons, you get the churro, you have dinner, you meet the characters, you see, you take pictures. And at the end of the day, you've walked 10,000, 20,000 steps and you're like, I'm exhausted. I want to go home. I did Disneyland. That was my relationship with Jared. I did the entirety, the full spectrum of what that was. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: With Sir, it's like saying, we're going to Disneyland. Here's one ride. You ride one ride to the tippity-tippity-top to get your adrenaline all the way up. And then they say the park's closed. You have to leave. Hmm. And that drop from having consistent conversation every oh, single day, sure, being sure, told, sure, sure, sure. I love you. Yeah, You're you my bet. person. You're the best person I ever dated. Yeah. You were the- spiking. Spiking. And that
1: drop to worse than nothing yours is silence. like the park burnt down <laughs> while i was still standing i mean kind of because you couldn't go back to it it's not like it's closed for the day it's, it's like closed clo- forever like it's
0: it it was yanked away from me yeah. the experience and that hearing that that's exactly when is that my phone
1: yeah kelsey it is your phone and Sorry. this episode's really important to me <laughs>
0: fuck you <laughs> um again once i heard that i was good I, once i saw it in terms of like, like science uh, and a metaphor sure i detach it could have been anyone that did it to me and i would have had that same reaction of course
1: there was nothing the special of it all
0: yeah and so i feel like i've been talking forever so i won't no, keep going
1: not at all um, i know i yawned i'm not bored no
0: you yawn every episode multiple times very clear i also thought this was interesting these are just some like um
1: i don't like disneyland first of all
0: (laughs) disney adults yeah um there's a a really popular um rat study that they did (laughs) involving rx's um no (laughs) that this is another really good metaphor where a study was done where they put a bunch of rats in a cage and they had a lever and anytime the rat pressed lever a pellet would come out of food press lever pellet comes out rats are happy that is stable communication. That is a safe attachment style. When Then what they did was they took the food away, but they still left the lever. So the rats would press lever, no food. Rats would press lever, no food. Rats would pass the lever. And then they eventually very they quickly oh. realized there's no food coming. I'm done. When they put the lever in and then randomized the pellets dropping so they would never know when it was coming or going, guess what happens to the
1: rats? They killed themselves.
0: They killed themselves. Wait, you're kidding. They fucking died. What? Yeah.
1: I was trying to be funny. They
0: literally died. Now I'm
1: picturing rats with little nooses (laughs) hanging from their cage.
0: Oh, that's funny. Even though that dying by suicide is never funny.
1: That's funny. Um, It's a rat tying a noose where is he even gonna get the tiny rope it's all a farce they weaved it out of their little wait but they like had heart attacks or they like depressed they drove or themselves they... crazy
0: they stopped eating they nod through things yeah they went crazy and, and you're the rat i was the rat who was given the inconsistent
1: pellets pellets of love yeah anyway was that good that that was the most morbid way to end the episode but it's too late now well i mean i have
0: so much more from then we'll do a
1: part two or
0: they're gonna have to buy my next book (gasps) because guys guess what my next book is about
1: breakups
0: and i'm almost done with it
1: Oh, my God. I know. This Congrats. Weekend, like, that really blew my mind. That really flew by.
0: Yeah. Hey, by, hopefully by now we've announced our Philly and New York links for yeah. tickets. So buy them. Buy them because we want to play games
1: with you. Oh, I,
0: my God. Our subtitle, maybe calling it Chaos and Kisses.
1: Yes. I love that.
0: Yeah. You have anything to promote?
1: Um, No. Just follow me, Zach Noy Towers, or go to ZachNoyTowers.com. I have stuff there.
0: Um. Also, follow the pod Insta because yeah. I'm sure we're doing giveaways for the holidays and that's at confidently Pod. Read this five stars. If you're not going to read it five stars, please don't read it at all because we are sensitive. sensitive. And until then, Zach, Kelsey,
1: you do you, boo. You do you. Oh.